What is up, everyone? This is Hamachima, and welcome to the Forgettables podcast. If you are new here, this is a podcast where we talk about, discuss, contemplate the art of podcasting. Today, we're talking about outros. I'm here with Rafi Hussain, the host of the 2325 Fitness Podcast, and Asad Patel, host of the Straight Path Podcast. And he has another podcast coming out soon. I don't know if that's low-key. You don't want to share it here or if you're open to uh, discussing that a little bit. It's 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 the same podcast. It's just uh just a different series, if you want to put it that way. Oh, okay. So you're doing it under the Straight Path Podcast banner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I don't have time to start a whole another, you know, program and you know keep up with it. Nice. Okay. Cool. So yeah, Straight Path Podcast. Uh, check it out. Some episodes will be coming out soon. So today we're talking about outros for your podcast. Uh, I think this is one of the things that personally, in my opinion, uh, is one of those things that it's when you add these in and they're good, it takes your production quality to a level that's like above amateur, right? So there's some telltale signs of, hey, this is an amateur production. This guy is really just getting started, a uh, guy or girl or whoever it may be, whatever, whoever, right? So uh, trying to be PC here. Uh, but there are some signs, and one of those signs is that uh, the intros and outros for people that are just getting started are really, they're not as crisp, right? If you look at people that have been in the game a long time, they all have like a standard intro, outro, and and it's part of their podcast experience. Like that section of the podcast is its own section. It's like similar to how TV shows have like an intro uh, you know, an intro sequence where they have the title sequence or whatever, then they have, uh, you know, like an outro. So Rafi, I'm gonna kick it over to you. Uh, what do you do for your outro? What are some best practices? I have some, uh, best practices that I have. I, I was in a clubhouse room earlier this week. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. Uh, let me pull up the names of the actual people, but, uh, I have some tips that they shared as well. So before we get into those, I want Rafi, uh, and I suppose to share you guys' thoughts on what a good outro looks like or sounds like, rather. So when I first started off the podcast, I didn't really have an okay. outro. Okay, that's a on to you. A few I'm episodes. <laughs> so definitely. That was wrong, uh, man. That was so wrong. <laughs> yeah, definitely uh, something I learned, you know. And again, I copied Chima for most of his things for when we did the podcast and the starting. So really, like, for the first few episodes, I was just trying to figure out what to say. And then I started listening to, I started going back and listening to my podcast that I listen, not my own, sorry, the podcast that I listened to in the fitness space. And I was seeing like, what are they doing towards the end? You know, like some podcasts even go like, hey, and I talked to Chima about this too. Like some podcasts even go like, hey, please like, like, and subscribe and, you know, leave a review, blah, 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 whatever it is in their outro. Like, and then Chima was like, yeah, that's kind of like, feels like it's like a needy, needy thing to do, but so for my outro, what I do right now is basically, um, basically I just thank them. I give them the contact information if they have any questions, any suggestions, or anything that they want to ask uh, regarding the episode or in general anything. And also, I'll just you know I'll just drop in like see you next episode or see you next time. That's that's really what I do. But to answer your one question that you just asked, like the best outro. I mean, I don't know if if I can really answer what the best outro is because podcast to podcast really depends you know like i said some podcasters are just out there even they're pretty big they're like hey subscribe like review blah blah some podcasts are just like 
promote themselves or promote their own products or whatever it is. So it's kind of like, I guess, varies, varies on what podcast is or what the uh, hosts are talking about, depending on what they want the audience to uh, take away in that outro. So what are your thoughts? What do you do with your uh, outros? I don't really have real outros like you guys do. Um, but I mean, well, what does a real outro mean? You guys have like basically a summation of the episode. Like, you know, it's like a separate clip, you know, with a little bit of, you know, pizzazz. And, you know, you guys cover next week. We'll have so-and-so on at times or we'll discuss this next time. And I, I feel like that's more of like a, a standard, legit, you know, outro. Mines are just basically like, you know, the last two to three minutes of the episode, I'll ask my guests to leave us with some advice, which will be followed up with, uh, what's it called? Possibly a prayer. And then, you know, I just play like a video and that's how it ends. And it's nothing. Uh, I do. I thank my guests and I thank the viewers for watching or listening or whatever they're doing or just having the video on to support me. And, you know, that's how we do it. And Chima, I think he's Chima's still drinking his Nesquik. Yeah, it's strawberry milk. Strawberry milk. But, um, yeah, I think you don't necessarily have to have anything that's, like, extravagant. Whatever works for you, right? And I think with your format, since it's live, I think it makes sense, right? Like, you don't necessarily want to have an overproduced thing that's live because you have a guest right there with you, right? It'd be awkward to have someone listening to you for like two minutes just yeah. you know just talking about okay now go follow me on this and that the other thing uh, but i think for your format it definitely works because uh, again that you're live right now i think to ruffy's one of the things that ruffy brought up was that i in the past was not a fan of uh, like share subscribe rate all that stuff yeah. I, I just I, I haven't been a big fan of that However, I've shifted opinions on this and I am for it now just because I actually did an interview with someone uh, who has a auto repair shop and they have like something like 500 reviews on Google, right? And so anytime you look up like mechanic in Canton, it's like the first result. And so he has this automated process where uh, after like three, four days of service, they'll send you an email like, Hey, you went to mechanic one, would you mind leaving us a review? Uh, and you know, you know, I know him and service is good. So I left a review. But one thing that he said was that when people have a good experience, they generally don't leave a review when they have a bad experience, they will no doubt, no matter what happens, they're going to leave a review. Right. And so what's important is those people that do have a good experience, we have to convince them to leave a review. So it doesn't make it look like one or two people that listen to your podcast and they didn't enjoy it. They're going to, you know, they're going to push other people away because you weren't able to convince all these other people to leave a review. And so I think it's important to actually have reviews, to have that social proof, especially in the beginning when you don't have a following, because unfortunately this is how it is, right? Like you have to have a little bit of social proof so that people will start listening to you. People are, you know, people do what other people are doing, right? And so if you have this proof that, you know, 300 people, 400 people have listened and reviewed your podcast, that is, uh, that's like currency in, in podcasting, right? And so, and, and then also, uh, I think Colin and Samir, one of the YouTubers that I'm really a big 
follower and fan of. I've been following them since they were like definitely less than 10K subscribers. Now they're at like 200K a few years later. And so one of the things that I noticed, or they actually talked about it a little bit too, is like when in the beginning for the first couple of years, they never asked people to like, share, subscribe or anything like that. And then they interviewed this guy, uh, Stephen, Stephen Graham, I think it is. Let me actually pull it up. Does that sound familiar to you guys? Stephen Graham, no. Are you guys into YouTube finance? Not particularly. All right, so Stephen Graham. Yeah, Graham Stephan. Graham Stephan. That's the name. Sorry. Yeah, if you say the name backwards, it's definitely not going to be there. <laughs> right, so Graham Stephan. I'm sure Ruffy has heard of him. Um, he's this guy that is a personal finance YouTuber. Okay. And he has 3.2 million subscribers. And so they interviewed this guy and they were just, and so to give you a little bit more context on Colin and Samir, what they do is they study the creator economy and creators and what's happening. And they kind of uh, talk about that kind of stuff. And so they, um, talked to Graham Stephan and asked him like, Hey, what are some of the secrets behind your success? So he shared a few things, but one of the things that he really emphasized was that he asks his viewers in every single video to like, uh, like he stops in the video in the beginning says, make sure you like that video, make sure you give it a thumbs up and he'll do like little jokes and stuff and make it like funny. So it's not super cheesy, but the point is that he asks his listeners to give it a like. And what this does is for the YouTube algorithm, it starts pushing it up, right? So all these people that enjoy your content that are not motivated to give a little like, right? all it is is this little button that they're clicking that shows YouTube that, hey, I actually like this. If you don't convince them to actually hit that like button, it's not going to get to more people that uh, would benefit from that right? Or, or are interested in that. And so if you actually want to reach your audience, I do think it's important to have a good call to action. Don't make it cheesy. Don't make it like weird, but definitely ask people. And it doesn't have to be every single time either, but definitely at some points you need to give a call to action and a call to action after an hour of a value, like, Hey, give a review or like is not a big ask, right? So those are my two cents on this, uh, on that topic in particular, we probably could have just spent a whole episode talking about that, but, um, really what I got from these people and Ruffy, I can't find the, the names. So I don't know if you have any oh, insight on, of the, the room that we were in. I don't oh, follow yeah. them. Name of that thing. I want them was Stephanie. Stephanie and Melanie. I know their names. So I don't know their last names. Oh yeah. No, that means coming. Um, so, so they have they have some podcast about like, I don't know what it's about actually. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, anyway, like I was listening to this uh, clubhouse room, and they were talking about creating a good podcast episode, and the advice they had uh, for your outros, they they gave six things. So number one is thank the listener. And I think this is super important. And I'll, I'll say these six things and then I'll let you guys kind of touch on these uh, or give your two cents on any of these. One is thank the listener. And I think on Forgettables, we do that uh, every time pretty much. It's part of our classic outro. Number two is a recap. So we, we also do that, right? Now, of course, like the more 
the better your recap is, the better you're kind of summing your points, the better it is. Unforgettables, we're just kind of doing it as we go, but I think it gets the job done. Um, the third thing is mention where they can follow you, right? And so this kind of goes like, uh, especially if you have a guest on, I think this is important to give them a little bit of a space to, hey, if you enjoyed Ruffy on the show, you can follow him on Instagram at Ruffy Husseini. Uh, check out his Instagram uh, podcast page, 2325Fitness, that kind of thing. It gives them a little bit of shout out, especially if they're interested and they don't know, like, you know, if I'm listening to a podcast, I don't know who this person is. It's helpful to have uh, not just in the description, but also kind of saying, hey, this person's name is this, follow them on at this handle. Uh, and then number four is a strong call to action. So this can be, uh, so if you have a book or a course or a website you want them to visit, you can ask them to do that. I think in our context, the best thing to probably do, especially if you're beginning, is to ask for reviews, ask for, um, if you're on YouTube, ask for a like, ask for comments, uh, that kind of thing, right? Ask the audience to engage with you somehow. And that'll be, um, it's going to pay dividends in the long run. Number five is a teaser for another episode. I know somebody you mentioned that we both do the strategy. Uh, what, what's good about this is like, what I do with the teasers is if I have an episode on a car in the teaser, I'll put another episode in the car. I don't do like teasers for things that are coming out later because I have no idea when they're coming out, to be honest, it's just, I'm the bottleneck. Um, but what I'll do is like episodes that are already out. I will ask them to, uh, go ahead, check this out, give them a little preview, like one minute or so. And then they'd be like, Hey, if you like this episode, I really think you'll enjoy that episode. Check it out on whatever, right? And then number six is signature sign-off. I think for us, what this looks like is thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. It's not anything crazy, but it's something that signals to the audience that, hey, the episode is over. And yeah, that's, that's followed by my thank you. So that's signature. Yeah, I guess that's the the signature piece. I found their names, by the way. Sorry to cut you out, but yeah, I yeah go names. ahead and share them. I, I still can't find them. Their names are Melissa. I don't know how to pronounce them. I'm just going to spell it out. C-A-R-C-A-C-H-E. Melissa and Stephanie. C-A-R-C-A-H-E. Melissa and Stephanie. What's their podcast name? We should give them a shout out. It's called How to Create a Solid Podcast Episode. No, no, no. What's their podcast? Oh, sorry. Podcast Secrets Revealed. No, no, no. Go to their profile. That's what it's. They have a podcast. So the room is Podcast Secret Revealed or the club is called Podcast Secret Revealed. Okay, now, Melissa, Melissa. Also, any thoughts on while we pull that up? Any thoughts on the uh, those points that we mentioned? Like, share, subscribe. <laughs> um, the only problem we have is uh, there's not how do I like. see their room, Jim? <laughs> Sorry, I can't. Podca- see so okay, their podcast is called. Millennial Woman Talk. Okay. It's a yeah. show for millennial women looking to elevate their lives, mind, body, and soul. Just so the audience knows, there's no other reason why we were in there <laughs> other than <laughs> getting the tips. Even so, though it's yeah, millennial for women. some context, uh, we are not women. <laughs> and um, not, not to say that we can't learn anything from that podcast, but that's not how, you know, they're not speaking to us as an audience. Um, we kind of stumbled across their clubhouse room we didn't find them through their podcast just for some context. Uh, I don't know. You guys are probably thinking Ruff is like a weird guy right now. 
<laughs> hey, hey, the surprising thing though, another just to clarify, we weren't the only guys in there. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, like those, they they have a lot of rooms on like podcasting, growing your podcast. So, yeah. uh, you know, if you if you provide value, people will find you. All right, Rafi, anything else you want to touch on? No, I uh, one thing you just said that I don't do that in my outro, but I do it in my closing of my episode every time there's a guest on. I'll kind of like touch on, you know, where people can find them and just let them, you know, kind of like promote themselves and be like, yeah, this is where you can find me. This is my books coming out, whatever it is, blah, blah. Uh, get in touch if you guys want. So I do it in the ending of the episode, but not necessarily in the outro. So I guess that's one way that, you know, someone's podcasting can like not separate it from the outro, I guess. All right. Anything else, Sosabai? No, that'd be it. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.